What's up, baby? Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Draft Alps. This is Mount Draftmore. You know what it is. I'm Benjamin, and today I'm joined by the regular park rangers, our St. Louis homeboy. It looks like you shaved. You don't have that big rugged beardy going on, but you're still looking good as ever, Dylan. <laughs> with the grit. He's obsessed with music and disc golf. Talking about Chase in the building. Hell yeah. And she might as well be a regular, but <laughs> special guest back again, Anisha in the house after running a school full of little tiny children. Hey, howdy, hey. She's trying to come in and run the mountain. We'll see how it goes. Today we are drafting fictional characters to our own cabinet. Cabinet, like, like politics. Presidential cabinet. Presidential cabinet. Human. It's funny because when you brought up the, the, the draft idea, I thought you meant like kitchen cabinet. No. <laughs> Presidential cabinets. Ben was like, we should build a cabinet. I was like, like as a draft, like a kitchen cabinet? That sounds great. <laughs> uh, with the first pick, I take garlic powder. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of the like in cabinet garbages. Oh, yeah. that's like clutch. Material mahogany. Mahogany oh. cabinets. Mahogany. The mahogany. <laughs> Before we can do this epic draft, we need to do the roll of the dice. Oh, man. And it's Anisha, 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 so first. she gets to go first. That's right. Oh. Guests shall go first. Is it foreshadowing a number one pick? Winner, winner, chicken dinner. What is it? Nine. Oh, nine. That's whack. Nah, that's whack. It depends. <laughs> All right. Come on, Bessie. Nine. Oh, snap. Oh, do- snap. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? We'll do a roll off. You know the 17. Ooh. I'm pretty sure that's what I rolled then last ben. draft. <laughs> Yeah, here, toss it to me. Hey, yo, throw back that music. Okay, here we go. Ah, oh. oh, shit. Is that a two? <laughs> I believe that's a <laughs> deuce. You just earned yourself the wraparound. Nice job, dude. Damn it. All right, Anisha, we, All need, right, we, let's we, do we have this. to have a roll-off. Is this like a walk-off in Zoolander? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Chase has the number one pick. Battling for the number two oh, pick. I got thirty. All right, I can. Oh, jeez. No, Dylan, do it again. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll just roll a thirty roll so a 30, we can keep son. going. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. A respectable roll. So it's Chase, Anisha, Dylan, and Ben. Yep. Back in the wraparound. <laughs> I'm back in the wraparound. I'm so excited for this today. We got sponsors, y'all. We're sponsored by Bush 2024. He's running again. He's got an ad. <laughs> And we also have a wonderful ad from the Macho. Macho man running for mayor in Portland. You'll hear from them later. Y'all, this is Mount Draftmore. Let's get into the first round. Round one. First pick, Chase, it's you. You can literally pick any fictional character. 
What, who are you picking? Wait, dude? wait, 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 wait. Do we set the parameters? You need a yeah, president, president, a vice, vice president, president, and then your other two picks get to be from any other cabinet of your choice. So first round should be president. Second round should be vice president. No, we should do it by person. By no, person? No, because if you're speci- <laughs> like, if there's going to be, like, if you're, like, if you're picking in, like, the Department of Defense and you've got, like, a really good pick, like, that could carry your team. Okay. All I know, right. and I got strategy. Right. I got I got strategy in mind here, folks. Okay. I'll defer to you guys. Also, right. if, let's say Anisha <laughs> I'm super whiny about it. Let's Come on, guys. Please cater to my needs. I'm a guest. Let's say someone picks a person for a department. Someone else could also pick someone for that department. They are not barred from no. picking a representative from that department. Because no. all the departments exist from e- for every administration. Yes, exactly. yeah, it, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. So... Explain. So, so if so I, let's, if let's I say, choose Snoopy for president, are you saying somebody else can still choose Snoopy? No, 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 when, no, no when it comes no, no. to the other cabinet members. I'm saying, like, like, let's say I select someone two. for the um, Secretary of Education, and you want to pick someone for Secretary of Education as well. You can. Okay. Because good. that position. I mean, there's only like 15 positions, so. Right. But, okay, I got it. <laughs> cool. Okay, All okay right. so let's do it again. <laughs> Round one. All right. Chase? Yeah, so. I went with a lot of like different uh, characters or fictional characters from a lot of things that I like and different categories of genres that I like as well. And so my first is going to be my only superhero pick, and that's Reed Richards for president. I mean, he's a very highly intellectual person, um, but also he has a very scientific mind. I feel like there's... a an additive to that because like he's going to not only provide solutions but also the means to provide those solutions as well like he will provide the technology he will help us progress as a nation and also he's the commander chief and if we go to war i feel like we reed richards has enough you know battle experience and whatnot to you know lead our country to victory and a little bit more context for those who aren't nerds at home (laughs) um reed richards being the smartest man alive next to tony stark right in fact smarter than tony stark uh, and he's also question mark in the Fantastic Four. Correct. Oh yeah, for those of you who are not not familiar with the Fantastic Four Marvel superheroes, Reed Richards is Mister Fantastic. He can stretch his arms. He's basically made of rubber. But I'm mainly drafting him for his intellect and his leadership skills. Inevitably, though, those stretchy skills are going to come in handy. Yeah, in I mean, House. if anybody tries to kill our president, I mean, he's going to be pretty much safe from anybody. Well, I was thinking if he wants a cop a feel on an intern, <laughs> like our previous. President Wow. Sorry. Ooh. Really? <laughs> right, right out right out the gate. Just go in there. Okay. All right. It's a well rounded. Anyways, character. I think we should just move on to Anisha's pick. Thank you, Dylan, for your commentary. <clears throat> yes. Um, I am super excited that I get to go second because I feel like I just need to get this person out of the way. Um, I am not going to g- we don't have to go president, vice president nope. in order, right? Okay. No. So I'm going to actually um, go with my vice president first. This may be controversial to others, but I um, I feel very confident in America's ass being <laughs> my vice president. You're looking at me strangely. Captain America. Fuck! <laughs> that was going to be my presidential pick. Oh, yeah, God. sorry. He needed to go quickly, and I'm glad that I got to go second. I know he was probably in the minds of others here. Um I almost feel like I could just say Captain America and leave it at that because 
He is who he is. Steve Rogers is the bomb.com, and he is going to make sure that everyone feels sound and protected. And if something did happen to the president, what a better stand-in than Steve. He's amazing. And I feel very solid in that. Not worried he'll be stuck in the 1940s? He's not going to be stuck in the 1940s. Get out of here with that crap. He'll be thinking all old school. And sometimes <laughs> Not that's like Soldier okay. Boy. And you know what? That. Sometimes that's okay. <laughs> He's somebody who's not going to be controversial. We don't have to worry about any of that stuff. People will listen to him because he wears the red, white, and blue very well. All right. I feel like America's ass. Mega supporters <laughs> would find a way to somehow criticize Steve Rogers. but Steve will take it like a man. He will. Absolutely. That's a great pick. I have to honor that. That's Thank amazing. you. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah, you don't have to say too much about that pick. Um, my only question is I'm curious who's going to be your presidential pick if he's your vice presidential pick. Oh, it'll be controversial. Let me just tell you. Okay. So <laughs> I want to go. Let me take a look at my list here. Hmm. Okay. Man, I got lots of stuff. All right. I'm going to go with my, I don't think my presidential picks will get taken. So I'm going to go with my vice presidential pick. So vice president works kind of closely with Congress. Is that correct? Would you all say that's yeah, they correct? They a vote in the Senate and whatnot. Yeah. I want someone who's going to um, make a deal you can't refuse. Right? <laughs> I want Vito Corleone <laughs> from The Godfather. Wow. Yeah. As your VP? As my VP. Because not only that, but he makes, like, he's an excellent consig con consigliere. How the fuck do you say that? Consigliere. The consul. That's okay. good. He's a great consul. Yes. Okay. He can, he's a fantastic mediator. Okay. He's a strategist. He wouldn't have risen to power in New York, right? In the New York, uh, crime organized crime families if he wasn't um he's not uh an enemy maker like his son just going around capping everyone okay he's gonna work with congress to mediate both sides to come to an agreement so that we can get shit done that's why i want Vito corleone in the role of vice president um all right yeah Damn. drafting X you just put criminal, me in thought. or I mean, whoa, hold on, he's in very, he's in a legitimate business practice. He's in the olive oil <laughs> business. Is that okay, how everyone's insult, gonna see it? Do you insult Vito? <laughs> Vito Corleone sells olive oil. I, I feel like we should go to uh, Ben's first pick to help save us from <laughs> <laughs> what's happening right now. <laughs> okay, so everyone went VP, so I'm also gonna t do my VP. And I'm thinking in the same line of Dylan, but I'm going to go a little more brutal. Going to inspire a little more fear. Oh, I think I know who People you're are pick. really not going to fuck with my VP. And if something happened, like no one's going to fuck with the president because they don't want the VP to be in charge. <laughs> oh, no. I'm talking about Darth Vader. Oh, I thought you were going to pick. Wow. I, okay. Yeah. Wow. No, I'm putting Darth Vader in as the, as the vice president. And then think about it. If he has to be the swing vote in the Senate. <laughs> Oh shit! They're they're scared. I would really enjoy seeing that campaign. Darth Vader would just yeah. Wait until you see the other side of my ticket. It's gonna be nice. <laughs> I'm scared. Skywalker of you. and something. It's a beautiful thing. Th right something there. Skywalker. <laughs> something in Skywalker. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. It's, good. it's pretty well, good. Well, yeah. 
That's a good strong round there. Nice. I do agree. That is a very good strong round. All right. Yay. That was a great first round. Let's get to Ad Time Bush 2024. That's right. He's running again, y'all. We got his ad. You know what it is. Mount Draft More. America, I have a special announcement to make. With the support of my lovely wife, Laura, and the Republican denomination, I have decided to run for a third? Yes, it's third. Third term as president of the United States. Thank you. Thank you. Today, I've prepared a special list of reasons why I think I should be reelected. <laughs> Firstly, I have a black friend now, Michelle Obama. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I worked hard. Okay, I've worked on my social equity. Okay. Second, because I have a black friend, other countries with brown people won't want to go to war with me. <laughs> That's right. Numero dos. I'm pretty fun to party with. You get enough quaaludes in me, I might even do a keg stand. All righty. Number four. I'm pretty sure I can bridge two islands. I can glue us back together. Cinco. I can still dodge a shoot. I've kept in shape. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and finally, finally, let's simmer down. I'm technically younger than Trump and definitely younger than Biden. We will have a president with a spring in his step. All right, America. I love sweet, sweet freedom fries. And if you take make me ill, Duce, I promise to protect and cherish the most vulnerable of American cuisines, the taco. Thank you. Thank you. Two. I'm in the wraparound, and I'm not going to pick my president. Damn! Not going to do that. Damn! Is it because you're saving him for last? I'm going to save him. Okay. Because I'm, I'm pretty confident that I, I got that in the bag. Director. Oh, do I want to pick my director of national intelligence or my director of en- or my secretary of energy? If the job is to protect America in the position of director of national intelligence, I will be placing Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Cause that dude is a genius and there's, he will know everything about everyone. He'll know everything about everyone in the fucking galaxy. Wow. Okay. You chose him for what again? Ben. Why? <laughs> I, <laughs> you look so pissed. Why are you mad at me? Because that was my fucking next pick oh. for that same position. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. I, oh, I'll let s- me just hold on. Okay. Oh, 
flexing. Well, okay, wait, Ben's wait, over here. What he is again? He's your secretary of who? He's my director of, of national direct. intelligence. Okay, national intelligence. Ben's over like here. FBI, everything. Like. Drafting Rick Sanchez, but I'm over here saying I don't trust that man. <laughs> like man, the department I, know, I got quiet like, for the same thing. Yeah, oh my I'm, god. Like I, I'm skeptical. Like Ben thinks he just got a fucking win, but man, I'm not gonna lie. You got him and Darth. Yeah, you got him and Darth on the same. Smartest man alive in Rick, and then I've got smartest man alive in Reed Richards. Like who's smarter? I don't know. I I wanted them both. (laughs) 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 I wanted both of them because of that title. Okay. Wow. Okay. So Rick Sanchez, director of intelligence for Ben. Wow. 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 (laughs) Think of all the Ricks that worked in the Citadel of Ricks. Any of them. Like, and then C-137 is supposedly smarter than all of them. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming he's taking C-137. Oh, C-137 all day. And this is a job that he wants. Jesus Christ. Okay. Like, he's he's all about being on this cabinet. He knows that he can change the world from here. Let's go. Wow. He knows that the president ain't going to do shit. Wow. Okay. And you're right. He's manipulative, but he's going to do it for the, for the greater good here. Yeah. It just depends on who's good. <clears throat> He's the one who helped put this motherfucking cabinet together. He was like Darth Vader. No one's going to fuck with you. Mm. Hmm. Uh, okay. Wow. So speaking of, um, man, is anyone going to take my picks for secretary of state? Oh God, I don't know. Okay. I think I need to go. What do I have so far? Vice president. Mm -hmm. So I want to (laughs) do, Okay. I think I want to do Secretary of Defense. Okay. Oh, snap. So, and tell me if I can do this. I think I can because in my mind, they're two different characters. But I was actually going to take for Secretary of Defense Anakin Skywalker. No, bro. Because yeah. he's different than Darth Vader. He's, I'm taking pre Darth Vader Anakin <laughs> because here's why his experience in the Clone Wars is invaluable to the strategy of the United States of America. Okay. We need Anakin Skywalker to be secretary of defense, but I don't want Darth Vader. I don't. Well, like for the sake of the draft, I don't like it. <laughs> I'm not arguing. Cause when I get to president, I'm yeah, going to need the you fuck, all dude? to be on my side. There are so, so many fucking fictional side. characters and you have to go that close. Well, it's close, but it's different too, because Darth Vader, he compartmentalizes. So he's not even really Anakin anymore. There's a little sliver of Anakin in him, but really he's totally different. I mean, Anakin Skywalker for all intents and purposes is a completely different character than Darth Vader. I stand by what I said. Wow. He just pulled a, I said what I said. Damn. Yeah, dude, you got struck down. It's D- okay. I can't draft Rick. Like, uh, I, no matter how bad I wanted Rick, I can't have Rick because he's taken. That's like the whole point of the draft. I mean, they're two different is characters. Is Anakin really a different character or is Darth Vader the glow up version of Anakin? Well, let me. Is that the question? It, it's no. him showing up. his let me, true self. He's more powerful. He's the more powerful one. Would Anakin Skywalker strike down. Um, would he strike down Ahsoka? <laughs> Would he strike down Ahsoka? What does that have to do Would with Anakin anything? Skywalker try to kill his apprentice? Darth Vader would. Yeah, Darth Vader would, but yeah, not Anakin. The, for the betterment. For the for the betterment of, Yeah, but that's after Anakin's learned. But Anakin Skywalker loves 
Anakin had to learn, bro. Also, what did what did Darth Vader say? Like Darth Vader is still Anakin. What did Darth he Vader lives with all of the memories of Anakin? What did like, Darth he Vader is the same person? What did Darth Vader say <laughs> Dude, in the Obi Wan show? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, what did Darth Vader say in the Obi Wan show though? You know I don't remember. What the <laughs> Darth Vader Anakin said is no longer. No, he <laughs> said I'm no longer Anakin. He That's said, like Prince saying I am a symbol. <laughs> he said <laughs> he said Obi Wan. Like, you don't need to feel responsible for the death of Anakin because I killed Anakin. You can't. Cause that's so, that's I, okay. metaphorical. It's stupid. I have okay, an so idea do you for, have I, an I, understudy? I was going to say, I have an idea. Just don't pick your defense person and just draft a different <laughs> department. And Except for we've you spent time an, a year and a half. My grandkids are now in elementary school having talked through this. I feel like <laughs> he should have to finish this particular okay. one. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, I've been struck down. I'll take it. You've been hit by a smooth criminal. I'm gonna take Tyrion Lannister for vice president, or for not vice president, for Secretary of State. Damn, that was a good pick. It really um, was because Secretary of State's really important for going abroad and being diplomatic. And um, t- listen, I I thought about would Tyrion make a good vice president, but then I thought no, he kind of let. He led Danny astray a little bit in Game of Thrones, in my opinion, through some of his ideologies. Although he made a pretty good hand of the king, actually. But I think his his real skill is actually diplomacy. Um, it's yeah. sitting down and it's talking with other people on really all levels of society, but especially like along his own level and leveling with them and convincing them to do something really clever. That benefits him, really. Um, so Tyrion Lannister is going to be my Secretary of State. And that is, by the way, Tywin Lannister's son from Game of Thrones. Just an FYI for the non-nerds out there. Yeah, when he's not in a direct, like, immediate leadership role, he's awesome. He is. He's not born for leadership, though. No. Okay, 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 okay. Ooh, it's back to me. It is back to you for your second pick. Fantastic. Um, as a principal, I feel like I should definitely have a secretary of education. Um, that is a foundation of the work that drives my soul. So we are going to draft that now from a number two. Um, and we're going to go with somebody who I believe everyone will be like, yeah, that just makes sense. Um, this person spent so much time at the sorting hat as an incoming Hogwarts student that they had what's called a hat stall. You guys know what a hat stall is? Yeah, it like is like, hmm. It's confused. And it kind of lets yeah. you choose. Like what house well, do you want? It's it's a hat stall is when you've spent over five minutes at the sorting hat because you could bounce equally between homes. Damn. You are equally like, like balance. Yes. You have balance between and this particular person um Although it does represent the House of Gryffindor, was equally balanced for Ravenclaw, which I am a part of. Oh, my God. So we have a lot of similarities, and we really do get along well in this sense. So Minerva, my homegirl, McGonagall, will be my secretary of education. She's amazing. She's just amazing. What I like about her is her sense of um, compliance to a point which is also how I operate. 
She understands the rules. She follows the rules. But there is a time and a place that you need to break the rules in order to make things happen. And we see that in multiple opportunities throughout the series that she is in. Um, and if you don't know who Minerva McGonagall is, pick up a book <laughs> or, or get Audible and listen to Jim Dale's version of Harry Potter because, my goodness, he is amazing. And he does all 40 voices for everyone, for all of the books, and he's great. So, Professor McGonagall, boom. Boom. She would be really great in charge of She'd education. Amazing. And put people in their place when, when it was necessary. She'd be making sure kids aren't turned into animals. For real. We're turning them back. <laughs> also being stern and taking points away when necessary. Yeah, from her own house. Hey. Just baller. I love Magana. You, She's fair. Right? She, you got to do what you got to do. She, she reminds me. I'm going to rain in this party. Yeah, she reminds <laughs> me of my favorite teacher growing up, Sister Jane. I love Sister Jane. Oh, oh Sister Jane. Shout out, Sister, Sister Jane. Jane. Shout out, Sister Jane. I don't know if you're still alive, Sister Jane. You're probably never going to listen to this, but I love you. Dude, you make music. Have you ever Aww. made a song about Sister Jane? Fuck no. I couldn't make a song about Sister Jane. Why not? I it's Sister Jane. <laughs> it is complicated. <laughs> Sister Jane, I love you. I hate you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's no hate. No, I, there's no I hate. I got lots oh, of admiration. Zero here. hate all the love in the world. <laughs> you know how they tell teachers they need to be warm demanders? Yeah. Oh yeah. What's the one where you're just like demanding? You're dickhead. <laughs> okay, but she, but without being a dickhead, uh, cruel. I no, would, there's a term for it. I would say she's in between that and warm demander, just like. So she's not as warm. She's like a real thin blanket. Yes. Of warmth. Very thin she blanket. She will crack a whip on you. She yes. She's too. a windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> I want that to be. But the she term. cares. But she's very serious about her caring. She she cares, but she. It's all within the parameters of like her job, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a she windbreaker. She does sound like McGonagall. Yeah, that's McGonagall, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I feel it. Alrighty, Chase, your second pick. Word before halftime. Uh, I'm gonna go with my vice president, and I'm gonna go with uh, Leia Organa. Oh. Um, yeah, she's basically okay. For those of you who don't know, I'm drafting Princess Leia from Star Wars, daughter of Anakin Skywalker and Padme. Um, not daughter of Darth Vader, though. <laughs> oh my and gosh, <laughs> we're not going down that again. If Luke is the son of Darth Vader, then Leia would be the daughter of Darth Vader. Get the fuck out of here. Anyways, she has a lot of experience um, with the Imperial Senate, um, growing with senators as parents. And just being involved with politics her entire life. And she's also a rebel of the rebellion, so no one's going to try and cross her. And if they try and shoot her, she'll just shoot him back. So, Leia Organa for vice president. She's a pretty good shot, too. I appreciate you were like straight to it. Boom, boom, boom. This is what it is. Which Leia are you taking? Like, are you taking Leia around the age of I'm the original trilogy? Are you taking old lady Leia? I'm probably taking old lady Leia. Like, wise, but still <laughs> badass Leia. Probably, like, in her, like, 40s, 50s. She's you know, done like, her force training. Yeah, like, she, she like, she's been through it, but she's not old enough. Like, she's not Joe Biden old, you know? Well, she never <laughs> we lived don't, that <laughs> We don't need Joe Biden old up in here. Joe Biden. Hey, you know what? You want to elect a younger president? Get George Bush on the on the ticket. George Bush. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's going to preserve tacos. <laughs> we need that more Richards than ever. Richards and right Organa now. 2024. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Bush Organa. You are the only one who has their VP and 
president on the ticket. Damn. Ooh. Ooh. I was going to draft something else, but we already know how that went. <laughs> oh, wait. Were you really going to go Rick with your second pick? Wait, yeah, okay. Dude. I'm curious. Who would you have picked Rick as? I was going to do my secretary of defense. Uh, okay. But okay. Because, I mean, I, like, he, he knows so much. Like, that's what I was saying is, like, he's almost like the world's greatest spy. I still don't trust him. But anyways, whatever. He doesn't give a shit if Morty dies. There's no tone and no <laughs> feelings behind that pick. But whatever. I know if, if Chase is bummed out about it, I know it was a good pick. So that's it all was. I, that's all I need to take me forward. Y'all, it's halftime. <laughs> Okay, so excluding, like, excluding any of your picks, or uh, I don't know uh, if you, if that's possible, right? I, I don't think I've necessarily put my favorite fictional characters for this cabinet. Maybe you all have, but I haven't. So I'm wondering, what is everyone's favorite fictional character ever? You know what I'm saying? Favorite fictional character ever. Man, that's like most characters. It's really yeah, it's a it's a, a hard one. it's a tough question, right? And then why? Why is that character your favorite? Who wants to go first? Who is? <clears throat> Shit. But what if we might pick our character later? Well, I recommend that if you're thinking about That's picking that rough. character, you yeah, don't go some go different direction. I would go a different direction. That's rough. And okay. this is just favorite because we like them so much. Yeah, and then you have to explain why you like them. Oh fuck. Okay, I can't. I can't explain. I. Yeah, I'm not gonna go right now. I okay. Need to think about this question. <laughs> okay. Someone that was quite the lead in. <laughs> well, it's because I have a good one to talk about, but I'm. Can't be giving that away. That might be in the, on the ticket. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. On the ticket attack. I. Okay. Okay. Here. You know I'll, who, I'll you, go. You want to go? Yeah. I'll go. I got this. Um. So I will. Uh, like the first character that comes to mind for me is Goofy. Mm. But that's not who I'm going to actually talk about. Who I'm going to talk about is Bruce Leroy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, Bruce Leroy is in one of my favorite 80s movies in the entire world, The Last Dragon. And if you've never seen that, I highly recommend you spend the like hour and a half to do so because it's marvelous. Um, some of the greatest 80s cinematography that we got going on. L Bruce Leroy is this gentle lamb who knows kung fu. <laughs> and he doesn't, he, he's in search of The Last Dragon and trying to find who this so he goes on this really great journey and it's fantastic and he's looking for he's the looking, master he's looking for the master and what you find at the end is a master i won't ruin it for you but he's a great character in the fact that he's just so simple and pure and authentic and he's like that stereotypical protagonist and hero um, everybody sees him as a master type he gets a nice little lady friend Who's like, you sure look like a master to me. So that's, I, I'll go with <laughs> Bruce Lee Wright for the win. I think it might be streaming on HBO Max right now. So I'm going to have to check, check that out. Oh, it definitely there is. You, go. you also could borrow a copy because I own it. Oh! 
and we know you'll come back. I, I'm never going to be back, guys. I know. That's it. I, don't I like to got blow the things movie. out. I got the gold. <laughs> um, okay. Man, this is tough. I don't think that this is... Man, okay, you know, uh, it's so hard to choose. I'm not, I, But I know I'm not going to pick this person for the draft. So this is why I'm going to pick him. I'm going to pick... This, this is not my favorite fictional character ever because I can't think of who that might be right now. <laughs> I like you, know you ask the question and then you're like, I can't pick. Oh, fuck. I'm just torn between Krillin and Dragon Ball Z. Oh, Jesus. Because he's a great best friend. Actually, is he? Is he a great best friend? I'm, I'm sorry to question that now. But he's a fun best friend. Yeah. And he's got that cool disc that cuts people in half. And he somehow, like convinces android 18 that he's a worthwhile partner <laughs> right Shit's weird. or or azula from oh, the last snap. airbender yeah i also would not pick her for a draft because she's fucking insane but insane azula when i was like watching the show in high school i was like "Ooh, azula is kind of sexy i kind of like that she's little got that blue fire she's got that blue fire i like that little crazy <laughs> streak she's got in her in the end, her yeah. hair's all down and all wavy. Oh, yeah. You're like, you, damn, girl. You know about, the, they say about, like, hot, the literally. crazy. You're sweating. Cra- Stop. <laughs> Nobody ever said that <laughs> Dude, but when she gives herself the bad haircut. <laughs> I like it. You gotta, like, you gotta see her, like, like Britney circa 2007. Your heart, I don't know about you guys. I was like, man, she's a jacked up mess. She needs a hug. She does. And a mom stat. Changing the tone there. Yeah, no, that's I felt true. for her at that moment. When you go, when you get the scissors out and your hand is shaking like this, yeah, you're crying crazy. Yeah, yeah, you need a blanket of love. Yeah, <laughs> mom yeah. flashbacks. Yeah. This is making me believe that we need to get that Avatar draft going at some point in the near future. So I'm, I'm gonna go with Krillin and Azula because those are both critical characters in the canon of fictional characters. If we have to go lifetime fictional characters, I think probably my favorite like lifetime is probably Curious George. Oh, oh I love that. That's great. Yeah, I was just probably like thinking like lifetime, like who have I repped the most? I've repped Flash like a lot of my life, you know, just because I've always loved to run and it's fastest superhero basically ever. But yeah, um, Curious George, like awesome. I loved all his books growing up, had his stuffed animal, loved the movie. Jack Johnson has a special place in my heart. Aww. And then I'd probably say second is probably... Forrest Gump, probably second favorite character. Oh man, you're really catching me in the feels yeah. right now. <laughs> wow. Lovely. Lovely. Chase, can I tell you that when I was little, I had the coolest and cutest Curious George doll. And he was amazing. And one day I went to school in second grade and my mother cleaned my room. And when in my mom's vision of cleaning room, that meant she was just getting rid of stuff. She got rid of George. That's fucked and up. I didn't talk to her for a while, and I still feel some kind of way. I wow. still act like, oh, you know, for a great gift, you could, you know, replace Curious George. Wow. Well, I mean, I feel like it, like <laughs> when you're at a young age, like inanimate objects, like your stuffed animals, like they hold more like fortitude in your life than like say a regular toy. Mm-hmm. Like it's a friend. It's like, like when you're down, you go looking for it. That type of thing. And I still think about George. <laughs> Anisha, yeah, you do. can I tell you real quick that when you started talking about that thought, I thought you were going to say, "I when I was little, I had a crush on Forrest Gump. God. <laughs> I got more sense than that, thanks. <laughs> I it was mean, the chocolate. He lured her in with the chocolate. I mean, no, but thanks. Very, the haircut? Yeah. Oh. 
or the Tom ping Hanks pong. is very handsome. I mean, but is he? When he's running Ask with Forrest. the beard and he's super sweaty. I will tell you this, though. I read the book before I saw the movie. Oh. And they're very different. So you might enjoy reading the book. It's a quick read. There's so many different things that they don't even put in the movie. Just there you like, go. Just crazy randomness like that. No, it's like literally crazy. It. Yes. All right, cool. The ending's also different. <clears throat> oh, that's good. There's a plug, people. Get your read on. Or that's listen right. to it on an a... Audible. Or get yeah, your Audible. like that. Get your, we're not paid by them. Get yourselves literate. So Listen to it anywhere. We're just waiting Get on lit. Ben's Hashtag. <laughs> I love that. I don't know what my favorite fictional character is. Like I like, like you. I'd never pick Mickey Mouse for anything. Well, that's yeah. I like Finn the human, but he's not Donald Duck. Dude's got anger problems. <laughs> His anger is not productive. The thing is, I think I know who your pick is, and I think who I know who the person is, but I don't want to say it. Yeah, don't fuck it up. Anyways, because <laughs> it in my mind, this should be a three-second answer for Ben, and he just doesn't want to say it because it's his pick. Oh, you think it's like one of his... Oh, wow. Now I'm curious. Thoughts. I mean, possibly. I mean, pot. Well, he doesn't have to look very breaking. far to see the character that I'm thinking of. That's all that I'm saying. Okay. Cusco for president. To. Cusco ben, for president. Ben, is it Barbie and you're just embarrassed because we can I'm talk about I buy so many that. Disney characters, but I'm not even thinking about Disney characters for this Pokemon? Draft. I don't know these guys. Kobe Bryant? Not fictional. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Kobe Bryant was a real person. I apologize. <laughs> okay. I think we're done with halftime. Dylan, you want to give us a recap, and then we'll get into the third round? Sure. So Chase had Reed Richards for president and Leia Organa as vice president. Nisha had Captain... I almost said Captain Morgan. Captain America <laughs> Captain as Morgan. vice president. Oh, Captain, and my Captain. Captain Morgan would make a terrible vice president. He'd be and, drunk uh, all the time. Yeah, and, uh, and always having that shit-eating grin. Minerva McGonagall for secretary of education. Hell yeah. I, yeah, I had Vito Corleone. For Vice President, Tyrion Lannister for Secretary of State, Ben has Darth Vader for Vice President, and Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty for Intelligence. Yeah, you know what you're listening to right now, everybody. Let's get into it. Round three. Chase, you have your third pick. And this is the idea. I have deemed this, and I believe every time, the most important pick. Yeah, I think that I don't even think that anybody would have even thought of this character, and I love how unique of a pick this is. So, for my Department of Transportation, I'm going with Stuart Robinson from Meet the Robinsons. Oh my God, Who is that? I love him. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> um, I actually got to meet the voice actor in college. It was pretty cool. He was oh, the younger so cool. brother of one of our decathletes what and position? pole vault mentors. Seriously? What huh? position are you? Is he going into? Uh, my Department of Transportation. Got it. Wow. And I think that like he could help solve like one of the, like the biggest problems uh, in the U.S. and that is fighting the energy issue. And I know that his smart mind could help us develop new energy and technology to build uh, public transportation uh, all throughout the U.S. Because I think that if the U.S. was able to transition out of the automobile industry and into uh, the Back kind of to our roots with the train system, I feel like the U.S. could also have like one of the best railroad systems thanks to Stuart Robinson. I really appreciate that draft pick. Thank a you. Lot. I watched that movie like two weeks ago. It's so good. It's a great movie. Yeah, that is a really great movie. 
Hey, Dylan, did you know that it. was a movie? I didn't. Well, you should, you write should that watch down. it. I, I'm looking it up on Rotten Tomatoes, and I somehow... It's, you know why I think I missed this is because it's when I went to college and I stopped time, going to movies. It's in the time of like Disney where like people fell off. Yeah. Yeah, but I was a kid and I was watching all that stuff. You weren't in college when Meet the Robinsons came out, were you? It came out that late. 2007, that's like oh, when I was... Seven? I thought that's when, that's when we mm. had graduated. I graduated and went to college, so... Okay. I, I'm guessing... And also, I was just preoccupied with other things that year. <laughs> <laughs> Without That's saying funny. more, <laughs> that is great. <laughs> yeah, but as an eight-year-old, I fell in love with that movie and that character. He's very—I mean, I'm obviously drafting his adult version too. By the way, I'm not taking him when he's twelve. I uh, bet you could, and I wouldn't judge that. Okay, for sure. Word. I'm just saying. I like. He was his, a smarky, very determined. Got a nice little uh, uh, haircut. Yeah, the spiky do. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite. See, the thing is, is, if you took him as his 12 year old, I would be chill with it because he always went back to the drawing board. He was always like, I can fix this, make it better. He's this is going to probably work. Probably one of the most determined fictional characters that I know. Yes. Of. And that's mainly why I drafted him. And yeah. Nice. Is it my turn now? It is. Yes, it is your turn. All right, y'all. I decided that I would have a Secretary of Defense. Um, I it's funny because to my core, I don't know that I care that much about <laughs> like military things to that nature. It's just not what I get off on, I guess you could say. But if I get to choose somebody who's going to be that, I chose a woman, or I chose a female character, and Ooh. I also to stay in the vein of Disney. I chose Fa Mulan to be my Secretary Hell of Defense. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Get it? Super excited. First of all, there will be singing. <laughs> and that jazz is gonna, I was going to come. She, I was going to say, she comes with probably one of the greatest songs of all time. Oh, one of the greatest deaf. soundtracks. Most deaf. <laughs> yes. Most deaf. And you know what? She was a baller. She didn't care. Like, she ro rose above adversity. It was like, I'm just going to get, the, and if I have to do it by myself, I will do it by my damn self. Risking her own but life. But then she didn't have to because everybody realized, oh man, Mulan's a baller. We got to get this done or we're all going to die. Mm -hmm. And she's saving everybody. Smart, witty, think off the top of her dome. I, I, I would get behind her every time. I love me some Mulan. Very respectful That's pick. Love it. My third pick. I, I love this draft so far. I love Thank all you. the commentary, and I think Anisha has my favorite team. Oh, sweet. Oh. Sweet again, Trace. Nice. The fuck? These other guys don't usually respect my team. Oh, so I thank know you. how Whoa. these two guys think, and it's <laughs> fun to have a third. That's why uh, most feedback we get from people is that they like the four people drafts. Yeah. Yeah. You get more They're perspective. Good. Um. Wow. Dylan, this is who is a nerve-wracking pick. <laughs> this is a hella nerve-wracking pick. I still think that my presidential picks are safe, so I'm not going to pick that yet. Uh, I hope to God they're safe. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so uh, did you pick Jesus? Jesus. Jesus. That'd be a very controversial. Yeah. I love it. This guy's not even real. I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for the chatter. Hey, don't oh blow. My don't blow my presidential ticket. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that would be super controversial. Okay, um, man, should I go treasury? Treasury's okay. 
I'm going to go, actually, I'm going to have my own secretary of education. I'm going to go Miss Frizzle from Magic School Bus. Oh, hey. I almost chose her. Yeah. I Miss Frizzle, my God, she understands what it means to make learning relevant to the students' lives. And... Um, uh, and she's, she, she clearly cares about the profession. It would be great to get someone who cares deeply about education into that role. Okay. So that's why I want to pick Miss Frizzle. Not only that, let's just, let's just call a spade a spade. It'd be nice to have an educator in that role. Yes. So often they're like, I read a book once. (laughs) I'm qualified. Thanks, Betsy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Betsy Devos, you (laughs) son of a gun. Um, lest I use deeper, darker words for you. <laughs> she wouldn't understand him anymore. <laughs> Boom! Uh, Miss Frizzle, Secretary of Education. My God, I love Miss Frizzle. I love Magic School Bus. She's gonna, she's gonna do great things in there as an educator. She's gonna do great things. Nice. So that's my Secretary of Education. Ooh-wee. Also, can I just say her outfit, her fits? Mm. They're on point. Okay, she's crazy. Gonna, she's gonna. Fox Bo- News would rip her apart. <laughs> <laughs> Obama wore a tan suit. They would shred her. Uh, she's white. She can get away with it. Pretty soon CNN will shred her too, from what I'm hearing. I'm going to go. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. The frizz. Yeah. Third the pick. The queen of hands-on experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Most of. Project-based learning. Let's go. Tactile learning. <laughs> I get all my picks. Wait, at the end, can you guys remind me to tell you who my tr- Secretary of Treasury would have been? Scrooge McDuck. No, no, no. <laughs> that's a good pick. That's a great gonna, pick. That's a great pick, but you're not going to guess. Just, okay. let, just remind me. Okay. Okay. Scrooge McDuck. I think uh, I'm, su- well, I'm really surprised that Tony Stark hasn't been picked. Like you got a lot of smart guys, super geniuses. Meh. Thought about it. I'm thinking about like the tech that he could bring to whatever department that he's in. So, and where would it be most useful? Defense. Uh, Right? You think defense. Yeah, I know where he's going. He's going energy with the reactor. I do think energy. Okay. I think Tony Stark in the Department of Energy, it's, we were talking about temperament. Tony Stark, I don't think he would want that job of Secretary of State. Secretary of Energy, I think he would, or working in the Department of Energy, he would be pretty down for that. I mean, the fucking, he wanted to build Ultron. Yeah, that's very true. To protect the Earth. Like, let's make that arc reactor energy universal. Wait, wasn't he about to do that with Stark Tower in the original Avengers? Mm -hmm. And then Loki hijacked that shit? Yeah. See, there you go. This guy was already thinking it's already in his blueprint. He would bring the energy to life. Everybody around would be like, whatever it is Tony wants to do, let's get in. Let's Dude, get on it. The, he would change in the energy infrastructure in a way that would have ripple effects positively in the environment. I'm not mad at it. I like it. That's a great pick. It's a twist that I didn't think about because I was I was honestly considering him for Secretary of Defense. So that that's that's good. That's solid. I considered him myself. I will be honest that I just felt like he goes rogue sometimes. I didn't want that didn't jive with my people, but I, I but I respect it. I don't think he would 
follow orders very well. That's that's the issue. I want someone under my It'll thumb. It'll all determine who his president is then if they can keep Tony in yeah. line. So, yeah. Ooh, so now I'm really excited we'll to know who We'll find out in the wraparound. Yeah, we will find out in the wraparound. But we have to get to an ad. It's Macho. Macho Man is running for mayor. That's right. Election season's coming up, y'all. Down in Portland, he thinks he can change stuff. If you've been to Portland, there's a lot of homeless problems. There's literally fecal matter on the streets. But our boy Macho Man thinks that he can change that. Y'all, here's a brief message from Macho Man. You know what it is. Mount Draftmore. Macho Man Randy Savage back again, and I'm ready to clean up the streets. With my new metamorphic plan, I will gather all the goods and or services required to prepare us for the peace of perpetuity that my plan will bring. As a part of my new ambidextrous agenda, we will provide each and every one of you responsible gun owners with a temporary janitor's license, similar to a hunting license. But this will permit you to cleanse the streets by any means necessary. Oh, the opposing side may deem my plans as preposterous and murderous, but they are sadly mistaken. Oh yeah, I'm talking about the cream of the crop, the Jillamook, the beach of the back. You organ voters can revolutionize the streets in ways never seen by the homo sapiens sapien variety. All I need from each and every one of you ambitious and absolutely bodacious listeners is to head down to the motor center this Saturday at oh, 600 hours to gather your arms and sanitation devices for the local cleanup and remember to vote right and elect me, the Macho Man, in the next upcoming election for mayor. Mayor Macho. Oh, yeah, Portland. I'll see you in November. around my president is crucial everyone's looking at me who's going to keep all of these crazy minds in line jesus christ who's inspiring enough to bring them all together every one of these characters and now i'm about to blow everyone's fucking mind with this shit oh my gosh darth vader i everyone talks about his redemption arc and dylan this is why i didn't want you to have anakin because he's supposed to be redeemed and be anakin in the end I would question, is his redemption true? I don't know. Kind of. Rick, Rick Sanchez, by the end of the series, we don't know, but I think it has. he needs to be redeemed as a person. There's something that's missing in his life, and he needs to come full circle in his story so that he can be redeemed. Tony Stark's whole arc in the MCU was about, like, it was a story where he was redeemed as a person. Fuck. He went from being super arrogant to being a person who gave, who sacrificed himself for the greater good. But a character that I think embodies God. like that change and who can inspire that in these three characters 
is not the character on my arm, but the man who trained him to bend fire. I want Zuko as president. Okay. Oh my gosh! Interesting. <laughs> he lived the story, like he lived the life of redemption. He was a shithead. Oh. He became awesome. He became the Fire Lord. I'm specifically taking Fire Lord Zuko. Not like when he's old in Korra, but I want like seasoned after he's helped run the Fire Nation. He helped build Republic City with Aang. Like that I, age. I, wow. Interesting pick. Interesting. My only... I love Zuko and I believe in the redemption arc. My only thing is, and I think we will get to see this, but we haven't seen him in a leadership role in his prime yet necessarily. So that's my only skepticism is can't like, what is he? I it's obvious he was a successful leader, but what does that look like? We're about to find out. We are about to find out. We're about to get a freaking movie. We are going to get a movie with the gang when they're older. I'm excited. I'm just blown away by the last two drafts. Like, like Ben is like, like the, that was my second president. Like, if I didn't go with Reed Richards, I was going with Zuko, dude. Okay. For the okay. same reason. He has the best. Like, well, he's my favorite Avatar character. Like, if we did that, if I was a part of that draft and didn't get Zuko, I'd be so sad. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Zuko, Zuko is so awesome. Like, that's a great pick. I mean, he does. Like, he's literally, like, thrown away from his people. Like, pushed mm-hmm. away by his father. And he literally has to find his own. I mean, he has a great mentor, too. That for a second there, I thought he was about to draft Iroh. I did kind <laughs> of think he that. He does everything Dang, for yeah. the Fire Nation. He is loyal to the nation. Like everything is about like his people doing what's right for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though they throw him away, he is still trying. It's not to... even them. It's like his dad and then them by association. Like I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like they believe I, in yeah. him as a people. They're like, oh yeah, great Prince Zuko. You know, they're like, oh that dude sucks. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He also can wield fire, so like Darth Vader, like the one thing he's like kind of afraid of, you know. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's his way of keeping him in line. Yeah. Uh, that's it. I respect that pick. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, good pick. pick. I'm, I'm, I'm still a little skeptical, but good pick. Good pick. Um, his his team has the most potential for failure. I will say that it's it's you need <laughs> you combustible, need. but it'll work. Yeah. Yeah. It's combustible. Like, it's either gonna. Be it, combusting in it's the form bang. of a smooth oiled engine, or it's going to be the nuclear bomb. Like it's one of the you other. know, um, the reason I'm skeptical again is because I haven't seen Zuko in the leadership role. Um, but we'll see that soon. Uh, someone I'm not skeptical of in a leadership role. Someone who has proven themselves time and time again in multiple five year missions to explore uh, the last frontier. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. I Space, love it. The final frontier. <laughs> I'm choosing Captain Captain James Tiberius Kirk. Oh, you went full name on of it. Of the Starship Enterprise. That's right. Oh, my God. James Tiberius Kirk. I love this man. <laughs> so let me tell you why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually be quoting from his quotes from a Forbes article and be referencing a Forbes article because I think they actually sum up this argument quite well. Uh, Kirk embodies the the idea of leadership. Um, and, and when you meet Kirk, your first impression might be impulsive, right? Careless, reckless. But his, his CV would say otherwise. Okay, so here's some of his 
personality traits. Damn, you know what's crazy? Huh. If, he, if you didn't just say Kirk and you just describe someone, fuck, that's like Zuko. Well, hold on. Anyways, hold on. Keep going. So wow. James Tiberius Kirk never stops learning. Here's yeah, a... Oh, same with Zuko. Here's a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here's a Talk quote. About, yeah, okay. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> Here's a quote from him. You know the greatest... You know the greatest danger facing us is ourselves. An irrational fear of the unknown. <laughs> but there's no such thing as the unknown. Only things temporarily hidden, temporarily not understood. Kirk is not just a ladies' man. In fact, he does not fear going into the unknown of the universe, right? He's not afraid to go on that five-year mission, right? He's not afraid to take us into potential unknowns because he has hope for the destiny of our nation, okay? He also is someone who appreciates different points of view and listens to them, right? But doesn't have to take that point of view. Here he says, one of the advantages of being a captain to doctor, to Bones, right? His best friend and doctor on the ship being able to ask for advice without necessarily having to take it, right? So he's going to listen to his advisors. He's not only going to, but he's not just going to listen to them. He's also going to rein them in because as a captain, he has the respect of his entire crew. Um, he's really good at being a leader. And part of that, part of the way he gains respect is actually going into the leadership positions. He's not going to hide behind a PR team. He's going to be at the forefront of the nation. Okay. He's going to be the figurehead kind of guiding policy. And also he knows how to play poker, right? He, he does play 4d chess with Spock. So he is a strategic thinker. Absolutely. And he's actually been a very successful battlefield commander on the starship enterprise as a captain, but he's also got a good poker face and can fool his opponents. So that'll come in handy as a diplomatic leader of a superpower. As I'm assuming we're doing U.S. presidential candidates. Um, so James T. Kirk, I know that was kind of long-winded, but I'm passionate about <laughs> my really, president. You really like that. You gave article. everything but his stats, you know, height, weight, blood type. Yeah, he's, he's uh, James Tiberius Kirk, everyone. All right. From Star Trek. Anisha, who's your president? <laughs> From Star Trek. Yeah, and you get that annoying ass speaking cadence with it. Oh, it's it's bad. Enjoy that. It's bad. But it's like okay. If, if you really liked Donald Trump, <laughs> then James Kirk will be the best for you. Okay, so I need to just preface my pick for well, president. You said it was controversial. It, it's going to be controversial. I know you specifically will have something to say about it. And let me just say this. My pick is actually a fictional character. Okay? So when I say who it is, you're going to be if like... If you say no, Beyonce, I'm going to be like, what? No. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Stage name is not fictional Sasha character. Sasha Fierce. Okay? Because no. that is an alter ego. No, I no. wouldn't pick her. You know, I don't even care for her very much. Um... I feel very connected to this particular person. I personally um, spent many a moment as a kid um, watching this particular person on TV, learning from them, being guided by them, and then now as an adult, just feeling like we what this country really needs is like a per this person to come back in some other form. Um, here is a, a quote that this person is known for. 
Uh, mutual caring relationships require kindness and patience, tolerance, optimism, joy in the other's achievements, confidence in oneself, and the ability to gain without undue thought of gain. I feel like this person would be the bomb.com in running this country and getting us into a place where we need to be and to find the love and the joy again. And so I'm going with Mr. Rogers as my president. No, 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 no. He's not Fred Rogers on the show. He is Mr. Rogers, the character who embodies. And so I am staying firm with that. But I said, I already said it's controversial. No. No, I'm not. Uh, that's what are, are you saying? Is. No, like you're not going to allow it. I don't agree with it, but it's not just up to me. I'll allow it because what? he is uh, his his character. Although, although I think their mission as to as a person and a character are aligned, they uh, are ultimately like Fred Rogers is not who he portrays on the screen. There's no way the man. It's not like he's like he had children. Right, he had a mm-hmm. wife. He had a wife. He had he children. Obviously he was a pastor. He liked banging out, things. Oh, and God. he's not banging out on the show. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Sorry, that doesn't matter. Like you're not a character. You're not banging out on the show. I do talk about it sometimes, though. <laughs> doesn't matter. That just means you used your platform for that. He just didn't use his platform for that. He was also like a Presbyterian. He was a preschool te- teacher. Like he did preschool television series. Like that was his, he yeah, was who he was. he was who he was on the show. It's not like he had another alias. I don't know. Like that's. Like I said, that's my position. I knew it was controversial because it's hard to decipher the man from the character of Mr. Rogers. But Chase, do you want to break the tie on this? Um. So. I just don't really know who he is in real life. I just know of the fictional Mr. Because, Rogers. It's because he's the same. He is the same person. It's probably he also he a little before his time. It is before his time. He, he started before the, I was He was born. off the air in 2001. Do you not watch reruns of Mr. Rogers? No, I like I know who the character is in the show, but it's like as far as like differentiating him between his... It, you know what I mean? There is no... like He's only a fictional character to me. I like, mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let I, me, don't, I you, couldn't tell you a single thing about his real life. Let me ask y'all a question, and maybe this can help shed some light. Is my teaching persona a fictional character? Because my teaching persona is for sure, like, slightly different than, the, you know, myself as a person. Every time you act differently in a different space, does that make you a different person? Right. Does that make you a different person? No, it doesn't. He is the creator showrunner and host of a show where he embodies the same principles ethics he doesn't put on a voice he doesn't act as the only time he acts as another character is when he's the little puppets Those but that's are- as an educational form coming from a person who do- who did that before he was even on TV hmm. Hmm. i say if anisha wants mr rogers as a character and you got to make a fucking strong case and make your case because I'm coming for you. I love you. You can but come for and you do anyways. <laughs> as if that's any different yeah, from any he, other she fucking does day. Come for everybody. She, he yeah. makes sure yeah. to come for everybody in yeah. his argument. It, so, like, most people are like, oh, yeah, you should vote for my team for this reason. 
he does that and then shits on everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. whatever. And then that just makes you a horrible person for shitting on Mr. Rogers. So I boom. love Mr. Rogers. I love Mr. Rogers so much that I refuse to call him fictional. Damn. He is real. But Fred Rogers yeah. is who he is. He, yes, exactly. Mr. Rogers is Mr. Fred Rogers. His mail says Mr. Fred Rogers. Anisha's coming for you. We'll let she the people come. decide in the comments what they think. Here's the thing. You said and it was I'm controversial, just, and, and that's okay. I know. Okay. I've yeah. said that, and I'm going to say this, right? Okay, say it. I, I always come with some sort of... There's a piece of like pol politics or whatnot that I say. I respectfully have chosen my team and if the people listening don't like my team that's on them and i don't have to care okay. i like my team and i like having rogers and rogers as my running team damn and i think they rogers well so, thought out roger 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, so i'm gonna throw it back to chase because it's chase's last turn but when we come back to talk about it i will just go there what? it's fine go fine All fine right. fine right. fine and with my uh, Secretary of Defense, fine. I am uh, going with an unlikely hero, and that is the One Punch Man, Sayatama himself. Oh, oh, oh for Secretary of Defense? Yeah. <laughs> because you lay down and die right, as my grandma would say. He's a very mellow-headed man, even against his greatest foes. The man is. Shown no sign of anger, frustration. All he does is get serious, and that's all I need. Serious and, punch. And would he yep. be using his punch in that role, or just his his laid-back I mean, mentality? Well, well, shit, if I lose my whole army, I'm going to rely on him, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you are the one-man army. You're up, big dog. <laughs> Man. You're basically my bodyguard. My, yep, he's my last resort. My he's only my nuclear bomb. Question. Man, Sayatama, that dude makes some bad fucking decisions. He he's a bad decision maker. That's my only that's it. That's all I have to say about him. I love him. <laughs> I love his show, but goddamn, I would not trust him in any sort of leadership role. That's well, all good. I feel all, that way got, about Captain Kirk. He's got 14 like, other people what? that help him. The cabinet oh, wow. is Ca not ran by exactly. One See, and, I mean, and, and that's a good example of like Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk makes dumbass mistakes, and then he's got a really great crew around him that can help yeah, pick I was his dumbass up. Spock, Captain Kirk is fucking garbage. Usually, <laughs> and usually he makes impulsive decisions that don't consult the like. Yeah, sometimes he hears out the rest of the crew, but most time he's like. Impulsive decision, go! Yeah, let's blow them up! And Spock's like, wait! Diplomacy! Oh my god! I feel like also, though, he has a lot of plans that he keeps hidden to himself, and then he implements, and people are like, oh my fucking god, that was brilliant. And, th yeah, so... You know what, Captain Kirk, he's a good pick. Let's go. Let's go to the fucking. That's right. Yeah, you know what? Stand firm in your. Case. That's it. Pound. Yes. Boom. That's there right. Go. For it's case. good. Make. 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 Make their case. Make that case. Be logical and clear. And clear. Listen. And listen. 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 <laughs> About to listen to Ben and the wraparound. Oh my gosh. He's coming for everybody. 
He's going to talk more about why our teams suck than his is good. <laughs> Just be prepared. And then he's going to say, and that's why my team's the best. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Reed Richards is smart, but just because you're smart doesn't mean you're going to be able to work with absolutely everybody, right? He's going to run into friction probably with his VP. Leia is a fucking loose cannon. She's a great leader, but you don't even have her in the central leader role. Like, you should have put Reed at the VP. Your ticket is mixed up, bro. Stuart Robinson, I got no quarrel with that pick. Saitama, what the fuck with that pick? You are planning on your administration falling to shit if you are putting Saitama as the sec def <laughs> as your natural weapon. Rogers and Rogers sounds good on a ticket, but Mr. Rogers is not fictional. He's a real person. Who he is in the show is who he is in real life. That disqualifies his team. Next up, Vito Corleone, you got a fucking gangster with Captain Whoa. Kirk. He's in the olive oil no, business. No, don't you take my time. <laughs> Tyrion Lannister, any leadership role he's ever been in, he has failed in. And sure, he might schmooze with people well, but if he's a leader, he fails. To be the Secretary of State, you have to lead people, and he fails at leadership. Miss Frizzle, eh, I don't know if she's a good face of education. I don't know how she is with budgets or money. She's great at teaching, but uh, I don't know about the nuance of the finances of education. Darth Vader's a badass. He'll keep the Senate and Congress in line so that legislation gets passed. Zuko is going to keep control of everyone, including crazy-ass Rick, who's just really going to be keeping an eye on everybody. He can do that in his spare time. Tony Stark's going to be our man. Secretary of Energy, or Department of Energy, vote my team. Dylan, trying to take some of my time. Uh, so I do apologize about that. All right, let's go. All right, Zuko, unproven in a leadership role. Tony Stark doesn't listen to people. Rick Sanchez is a fucking psychopath. I have no qualms with Darth Vader. Uh, Mr. No, not Mr. Rogers. Captain America. I was actually surprised you put him in VP. I would have put him in the presidential role because I think people would listen. It would be a good figurehead. Um, one punch man. You're fucking crazy, Chase. Like that's nuts. Uh, I agree with Ben. Actually, Leo Organa is a loose cannon. Um, listen, J James C. Kirk is a proven leader. All right. And he's a war hero. So that's a great combination for a presidential role. He's a leader. Uh, Miss Frizzle has real life experience in education. Um, Tyrion Lannister has actually proven himself in a leadership role um, as as hand of the king. Vito Corleone, he's in the olive oil business. He's a legitimate businessman. OK. All right. No one ever said he was a gangster. Uh, and he's a great mediator. So listen, I'd vote for me and you should, too. Thanks, everyone. Did I just do that before my time ran out? You did. That was great. Holy shit. Uh, that was my first time ripping on people. How'd I do? Did, was, did, was it okay? I actually really appreciated that, too. <laughs> 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 I was here with you. I was just shaking the head. <laughs> Vito oversees a business founded on gambling, bootlegging, prostitution, and onion, or union corruption. That is hearsay. Hearsay. No, that is fact. That is him. <laughs> That's hearsay. Okay, and I like how Ben is coming out a person that was a actual businessman, yet he drafted a person that murdered children in cold blood. Oh yeah, Darth so Vader. So I don't even know why he's doing research right now. Oh, Anyways, Vito man. is. A oh no, no. Technically, I mean, I, if you want to go by Dylan's rules, that was Anakin Skywalker. Listen, okay, whatever. <laughs> he was in a transitioning state. Vito, person. I just, hey, I just want to say, Vito Corleone is a hardworking Italian. I'm pretty immigrant. sure your time is over. Yeah. Hardworking Italian. No, 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 he no, also no. swerved out of his lane. Like no, no. You We're don't ever you don't rip on people. You tried to take a different style. All Ooh. right, move on.
That'd be like me trying to take your unique picking style. Whatever. Just start the timer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal. Mr. Rogers once said, real strength has to do with helping others. What these four people have that the rest of your teams don't is squad goals. This is a group of people who will be able to listen to each other, collaborate, collegiate, and do the thing they need for this country. I understand that some of you are feeling like Mr. Rogers is not a good pick, but let me just say this. When you are a child sitting watching him, you're not thinking about him in the sense of him being a real person, but what you are doing is understanding what he brings to your life and how he makes you feel whole. So if you don't like that, then you've got issues with Mr. Rogers, not with me. Captain America, I hear you on him being the president, but I believe the two of them coming together as a square Rogers team is going to be powerful regardless of what seat he's in. Mulan speaks for herself. She doesn't need anybody else to help her out, but she brings people to work with her and she is going to keep us all safe. And Professor McGonagall, she's all about data. She's all about keeping things in check. And she is going to make sure that education is turned around so that we are not in this book banning, crazy town, educational state that we're in right now. So, whoop, there it is. My team's the bomb. And you all know who to vote for. Thank you. That Rogers squared would make a great campaign poster. I'm just saying. Rogers squared? That's cool. Could someone, like, put that on the ballot? <laughs> there needs to be an ad for that. Roger and Roger. Roger, Roger. <laughs> ben hates it, and I love that he hates it. <laughs> it's because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Kids would send letters to Mr. Rogers. Kids also send letters Mr. to Rogers. Big Bird, so what, yeah, so what do we Big got Bird now? Big Bird doesn't respond. Yes, he does. He fucking does. Yes, he does. He doesn't respond like Mr. Sesame Rogers. Sesame Street characters do to respond. That guy in the wheelchair who's iconic for being on that episode with Mr. Rogers singing, who then later gave him that that oh, that television award or whatever. That he was not a character to that kid. He was a real person who cared about that kid. Yes, because he, he got fictional. to know Fred Rogers the person. I'm done. Because Fred Rogers wasn't Mr. wasn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you have to say, Ben. I'm done. Good. I said what I said. All right, I'm ready. All right, so starting with my Department of Defense, I don't give a shit what these guys said. If it comes down to saving the world, I have the guy to fucking do it. Like, this dude literally annihilates all his enemies with one punch, doesn't get frustrated. Amazing pick. Stuart Robinson, literally one of the smartest fictional characters that I could think of. Like... And to think that he's only going to be involved with the Department of Transportation, like, yes, that's what he's responsible for, but his mind is going to be involved in the entire cabinet. That's why I want him there. He's going to be pitching ideas that are great for everybody, and he's going to just be a great cohesive part of our team to improve the railroad system and any other form of transportation in the United States. Then, Princess Leia. She's a badass. She's been raised by the rebellion, has plenty of political experience, and nobody's going to fuck with her. She's a badass. She's going to be a great vice president. And then Reed Richards. I mean, he leads the Fantastic Four. He's led damn near most of Marvel's superheroes in great wars throughout all of Marvel Comics. If you know anything about him, he's also the world's smartest man. Any problem that comes his way, he is going to have a big brain to solve it. And I think my team's great, and you should vote for me. Damn. Damn. Okay. It's just ticking. Tick, tick, tock. Moment tick, of silence. Tock. Oh, yeah. And every one of Ben's characters acts emotionally a radical. 
<laughs> right at the buzzer, we get him. Boom. Hey, that was good. Slipping that right in there. Yeah, there that was we go. Pretty, that Thanks. Was pretty good. I mean, okay. Actually, I didn't even think of that, but Ben, that's a really good point. There's a lot of anger on your team. A lot of yeah. yeah it's fine. Fuck this yeah, you know, either. you know, you know who you. No one's gonna fuck with my squad. You think Kim Jong Un strikes fear to people? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you are you calling Zuko J- Kim Jong Un? No, I was just saying that like people are afraid of him. People are gonna be yeah. A lot they're afraid more. of him. And he's got yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, he he has small, gout. He's a small fat man. <laughs> he like, has gout he, from eating too much he cheese. He himself wow. has like no power. Is that actually real? Yes. He eats too much cheese. Yes. He has had like gout flare-ups from eating too much cheese that was imported to him. Yikes! Yes, he is a, a brie, I believe a brie connoisseur. He loves brie cheese. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Darth Vader's gonna. I look. I don't care what y'all say about loose cannons on the squad because they all are united in one common goal. And again, like Zuko was a loose cannon, went through the redemption. He is a new person i get what you're saying like oh you don't know that he became a great leader but you actually do like you know by the time he's in Korra that he did great amazing things so while you may not see it Mm -hmm. like it happened yeah like the fire nation would have been in shambles if it would if he would have done a piss poor job exactly the republic city would not have grown you think he can keep darth vader in check i do think he can keep darth vader in check i and i don't think rick sand like of all the guys on my team Darth Vader gets kept in check by the Emperor, who really never demonstrates great power in front of Darth Vader. Honestly, he's just a manipulator. And I think Zuko is caring. He's loving. Like, that's what Anakin Anakin needed, and that's what Vader would ultimately need. I think Zuko would be a great person to lead him, and Vader is a great, like, right hand. That's why I didn't put him as a president. Why did we give him a second chance? No, but I was just going to say, like, Rick Sanchez, he's loose cannon, (laughs) but everything he would need to do with intelligence... I know, well... Dylan interrupted me, so that's <laughs> what right, you did. All right. You tried to shit on other people, so now I'm running out of my You got the floor twice. It's, it's done. Yeah, I did it. I did it. And that is a wrap. That's the end of the show. That's right. So please make sure to tune in next time. Okay? Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can let us know who you thought won by submitting your vote on Instagram. Just search and follow us at Mount Draftmore. And... If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, original music you'd like played during and after the show, you can send us emails to mountdraftmore@gmail.com. That's mtdraftmore@gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening. It blows us away that you take the time out of your day to listen to us. We genuinely appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. But only five stars. Yeah, only five stars. And subscribe <laughs> on whatever platform you're listening on. That means we're talking like Apple Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeart Music Radio, even Alexa will play our shit. So just ask her to play Mount Draftmore. Hey, Alexa, play Mount Draftmore. Jeez, that's a lot of stuff. I know, right? Just put the clock on for that one. Equitable, (laughs) accessible, download us, listen. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. We've got you covered. As always, thank you, thank you. That'll do it for us here on Mount Draftmore. We'll be back here again next week. Until then, be safe. Peace.